You're listening to Up to the Mic. If you want to learn about the struggles and triumphs of starting a business, performing for sold-out arenas, or inspiring those you lead, Up to the Mic is the show for you. Throw on some headphones and get ready to listen as our host, Vinny Hale, sits down to showcase the stories of those who deserve their stories be told. From young entrepreneurs to critically acclaimed musicians and so much more, Vinny helps compile a season of interviews that inspire listeners to follow in the footsteps of his guests. Welcome to season one. Sorry for the interruption, but this podcast is brought to you by Footy International. Footy International is a forward-thinking, sustainable apparel company based in Austin, Texas, that creates socks geared for worldwide adventures. The co-founders engineered these socks from plastic bottles to optimize comfort, durability, and sustainability, all with an entirely USA-made supply chain. With specifically added technology like antimicrobial treatment and rib sole knitting, you can wear these everywhere you explore every day. And socks are just a start for this company. Keep an eye out for their new product releases coming soon. Save the planet and your feet today by using code UPTOTHEMIC10 for 10% off site-wide at footyinternational.com. Welcome back, everyone. My next guest are the co-founders of sustainable clothing company Footy International. Since their time in college at Texas A&M, this duo has had a passion for making a difference. Through their catchy tagline of get your foot out the door to their scenic pictures they call footies, they have been inspiring their customers to not only purchase their products, but to live a more healthy, adventurous, and sustainable life. Please welcome my next guest, Drew Davis and Mitchell Fly. Guys, thanks. Hey, <laughs> thank you for having us. Hey, no, I'm so happy to have you on. Great. Oh, I, uh, I know we have had some trouble with the podcast in the past. Y'all were actually, I'll tell all the listeners now, y'all were going to be one of the very first episodes. And that was when Vinny didn't have all of his ducks in a row and uh, wasn't the best with the podcast production. And so we did a little bit of a podcast before this, but we're going to really dive deep this time, and we've got a lot better setup. Um, I, I've got everybody sounding good, talking good, and everybody's hopefully feeling good. And uh, we'll get started here just by telling the people a little bit about yourselves. So, Mitch, Drew, whoever wants to start, please just start with a little bit about your upbringing. Um, tell me a little bit more about your life and your childhood and kind of what made you guys come together there in, at A&M. Yeah, I, I can kick us off, Drew. You go with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So growing up, we we were fortunate to, to have a couple of different places that our family could go out to, whether it was just for camping or if it was for, um, you know, hiking, whatever my parents really wanted. I think three young boys to do, you know, my two older brothers that they said, whatever we can do to get energy out of them, we're going to do that. And so I uh, got to have a, a lot of really formative experiences outdoors and, and in nature as a child, because, you know, when you're eight year old, nine year old boy walking around you're just curious about everything. And so I always found myself walking around and, and, you know, I'd be on a hike and then the next day I knew I'd be miles away from the campsite. So grew up just with a, a deep passion for nature and the planet. And that, that sort of, uh, I guess is juxtaposed against what was uh, our, our former career. So, uh, you know, as we'll probably talk about later, we were petroleum engineers. That's where Drew and I actually met. And uh, I'm, I'm sure Drew will share the story of, of how we started traveling together, but um, you know, we, I was a petroleum engineer for uh, a spell uh, up in Colorado, and I got to work on the facilities team, which was cool because we were actually uh, part of an effort to reduce emissions of our facilities. And, uh, and by electrifying our facility, we were able to reduce emissions by a, a crazy significant amount. Um, but, you know, oil did what oil does and, and provided an, an opportunity for Drew and me to, to create a uh, you know, what, what is now footy international at the time we, we, you know, we've had footy going around for a while, but, um, you know, for, for us, it, it was the opportunity to actually manifest something and, and create something that, uh, what would eventually outgrow us and, and, you know, allow us to give back to the planet more than we had. So that, that's my story, but just, uh, yeah, that's it, good. Drew, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, of course. Well, thanks for having us on again, Vinny. Uh, my name is Drew Davis and, and happy to be here. But um, yeah, growing up, Vinny, my, my kind of childhood, my story is I was uh, from DFW, the DFW Metroplex, a small suburb outside of there. And 
Uh, we grew up about eight minutes from the uh, DFW airport. Um, both of my parents are in the airline industry and have been my whole life. So uh, my dad is a pilot and my mom is a flight attendant. Um, so, and I have a younger brother who I love very much, but uh, yeah, yes, that is how they met. They were, they met in the airline industry. And so the bar is quite high for, uh, for meeting stories in our family. You know, it's going to be hard to tough to top that one, but, um, but yeah, we're, we live right down the road from the airport and growing up, I just played tons of sports, spent all my time outdoors, any and every sport I could play. And my big sport was baseball. So spent every summer playing baseball and, uh, you know, every day, every summer playing baseball. So um, I think looking back, uh, my mom would have loved to have more traditional family trips and vacations, you know, but we, we didn't get to have those because I was always playing baseball. So um, she really jumps on the opportunity anytime we have these days to take a family trip. But but kind of around that, the way we did take our family trips was through the airline industry. They, they each have, um, you know, perks and, and airline benefits of flying standby. So whenever there's not a, 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 whenever there's a seat open on the plane, um, you know, any airline employee can, can jump on and fly standby for free. So all of our family trips growing up were very sporadic just with the airline schedule and, and everything. We, we never really knew when my parents would have time off. And so when they did, we would just check the flights, see where there was a seat open and, and kind of jump to wherever we could go. I remember uh, one of the, the most memorable vacations we had was uh, it was the night before we knew we had a week together to spend and we didn't know where we were going to be going the next morning when we woke up. And so we had to pack our bags for the beach uh, or, or for warm weather for the beach kind of, and as well for skiing gear and for the mountains. And so um, we, we didn't know where we were going to be until the morning and, and uh, we woke up in the morning, had our bags packed at the airport with, with our, you know, ski gear and our summer gear and ended up on a flight to, um, at the time, we were looking at going skiing in Colorado, and then and then there was an international trip to Greece as well to Athens. That seats opened up at the last second, so we got to we got to jump on that. So um, all all of those kind of fun experiences as a family really uh, really is kind of where my passion for traveling and culture and different experience, meeting different people. That's kind of where that stems from, and and I really started to grow and develop that as I got older and started traveling solo more often and. And trying to use all that so that's kind of where where the passion lies and and uh and then eventually i ended up at AM where i got to meet mitch yeah and, and look Vinny, if you don't mind just chiming in really quickly uh kind of what drew talked about with him getting the you know it's a it's an awesome ability to be able to travel when and wherever possible uh but with our first trip that, that we ended up taking to switzerland that we can talk to you more about um I just remember, you know, we were in college at the time. It was, it was after our junior year and I got over there. I'd, I'd paid for a flight, uh, how 99% of people flying in the, the U.S. who are in the world do. And, uh, and I get over there and then Drew shows up, didn't pay for the flight, didn't do any of that stuff. So the entire time I'm like, goodness gracious. But it, it worked out because in the end, we were both eating bread and cheese. And that was pretty much what was sustaining us. And so I said, OK, that, this guy's actually a lot like me. There are a lot of similarities between you guys, and the more I listen to you tell your childhood stories, the more it clicks with me about the similarities between our childhoods and where we've ended up nowadays. You guys being the adventurous type, going on all these crazy adventures and vacations as children and taking these hiking trips and skiing trips and beach trips, whatever it may be, um, but that was what your family enjoyed doing. That was what y'all loved to do together. Whereas on my end, it was funny, I just kind of made this little connection that you know my mom was a teacher. And she taught photography, digital animation, uh, computer design, game design. And so while a lot of that is a little bit over my head, she always had a studio in her classroom with backdrops and cameras and lights and sound and mics and audio equipment. And uh, it just kind of worked out that I decided to start a podcast nowadays. So I've got the, the audiovisual aspect of it going to follow in my mom's dream of me being some sort of content creator. And then you guys on the other hand, creating this completely amazing and outdoing yourselves with this clothing line and more than that, the brand around it with uh, all your adventures that you took as a child. So it's pretty cool to see how it comes full circle. I'm excited to see where it takes you guys. And we'll dive into footy in a minute, but let's get to where you guys met. I know it was at A&M, y'all both mentioned it, but what, what was it like being in y'all's petroleum engineering program? Um, where did the, I guess, initial meeting happen? And then uh, I know you guys live together now, what happened from there? <laughs> uh, Drew, Drew, you can take this. 
Yeah, pretty crazy, Vinny. So uh, my story, it, it, at the beginning, I went to school freshman year at the School of Mines in Colorado, a very small engineering school, um, engineering majors only. And so um, lots of highs and lows down there. Look back on it fondly then, learned a lot. But but uh, but uh, luckily, I, I applied to transfer to A&M and UT and, and got into A&M where, um, where I was kind of, uh, one of the lessons I learned at Mines was that it was, it was all engineering and I was looking for a little bit more of a diverse crowd, right? And so it, at A&M, I thought all my social, my social friends, all my friends were going to come from outside of the engineering school because I had had such a, you know, engineering background there at Mines. But um, so I, I would sit at the front of every class at A&M, just get in, get out, take my notes, you know, ask the questions and just really didn't, didn't have any, any sort of uh, line of sight that I would make incredible friends in my, in my engineering classes there. So um, I remember sitting front row and, and I had noticed Mitch and, and some of the other friends that, that we all have now, but they were all sitting all, all together in all the classes and everything. And then one day a mutual friend uh, kind of connected us and slowly and surely I started to, to inch my way back up, up the rows and start sitting with these. where the jocks were at. <laughs> yeah. And start sitting with these guys. And, uh, and that's, that's really where, where I first met Mitch. And, and the way I kind of remember it is that I really didn't know Mitch for all too long before um, this, this must have been in our sophomore or junior year. We were each getting ready to go intern um, that summer. After classes, after the semester had ended up, we, we each had about two weeks off between that and the time it was going to be to us to go intern. And uh, Mitch turned to me one day and said, "Hey, what, what, what are you? How are you spending your your two weeks off? You know, what, what are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I, I'm doing a. I'm going to go see my family for a week, and then the other week, I, I'm really got nothing planned. I, I'm trying to take a trip and do something fun with it and how to spend it." And he said, "Well, uh, you want to go to Switzerland?" And right when he said that, I was like, "Man, I, I don't even know this guy." And he's asking me to go spend eight days with him in, in Europe. You know, like what in the world? But uh, I was a little hesitant at first, but said yes, and and then and we had a great time there. But uh, but yeah, that's that's how I remember it, Mitch. Yeah, that that's kind of a contentious point between us, Vinny. Is, is the the classic? How did we meet? Um, what we, you know, that that's his perspective. My perspective is that I walked in late to class. Uh, like I said, you know, total jock, just back in school. Um, a lot of intramural sports at the time, but I. I walked into class and then Drew leaned over and, and whispered to me, you know, kind of the same thing. Just, hey, man, what, what are you doing at the end of summer? I, I said, I don't have anything planned. And he turned around and, and said, well, how about Switzerland? And I said, yeah, sure. And so we, uh, we didn't really talk about it too much. And I can't remember how far in advance we ended up booking our flights, Drew. But, I mean, I guess for, for you, it, it's always a risk. But um, didn't book our flights uh, far enough in advance to, to really capture it on those cost savings or the, the lodging savings. But uh, we got over there, didn't really have a plan, and just explored around. And that was our first international trip. And now we've been to seven countries together, eight countries. Sounds about right. Like that. Yeah, so, somewhere there. That, maybe more because I forgot about Mexico. But, um, yeah, so it, it's been a, a hectic ride since then. Well, so the initial trip you guys went on was Switzerland. And so before I dig in any further about you guys and starting footy and where the initial concept came from, I want to get y'all's input for, you know, before we get too far into the podcast, I want everybody to know what footy is. So either one of you or both of you, whoever wants to take the question, but tell us what footy international is, what you guys do, and then we'll kind of backtrack from there and we'll talk about the early days and where the idea initially came from. That, that sounds great take us off with the footies and then if you want to take over the the business aspect sort of how we created that cool um yeah so so with footies drew and i we, we always alternate between telling these stories but um we had been traveling again just backpacking through europe and and as drew always says you know people love getting pictures and everything so we were going around to these amazing places and taking selfies and sending them back to our family but you know, we, we realized at some point that, okay, people really just care about the, the view because they can see a picture of us anytime our family gets to see us. And so, uh, you know, we, we started taking a, a picture of our foot with the scenery in the background. And that this was sort of a, a double-edged sword for a, a double-edged sword is a weird way of phrasing it. This was just a, you know, sort of double faceted, if you will, that 
you know, one, we were able to, to put our foot in there and say, hey, this is a stamp that we were at this beautiful location. This is unique to me. I can remember taking this. But also we had just almost gotten fed up with the idea that people were hiking up. And I specifically, I think it was Mount Rigi, Rigi in Switzerland that we spent all day hiking up to the top of this mountain. We get up there. It's a, it's a beautiful vista in front of us with panoramic mountains and the lake and everything. And we saw people who were just staring at a camera the entire time with their back turned to the view. We were saying, what in the world are these people doing? Because they would get up there, they'd take the picture and they'd go back down as if the achievement was just getting the photo to turn around and say to other people, hey, you know, I, I was here, I did this. Whereas the footy, you know, that's actually showing the journey. So as we say, you know, a, a selfie shows a face, a footy shows a journey. And so you're putting your foot in there. Your, your feet are the ones that, that actually hiked you all the way up to the top and and so you're, you're sort of saying, hey, you know, this is the actual journey. I hiked up here. I, I trekked up here and I got to enjoy the, the beautiful experience. So that's that's kind of the background of the footy. You know, you have the selfie, you, you know, if, if you watch Ted Lasso, you have the ussy uh, and then we have the footy. So that's where we're at. And Vinny, there's a lot to unpack here, you know, and, and so we do it the best we can. But when we have time to really dive into it like we do now, it's really fun. And so so that was where the, the idea of the footies you know, came, took off. And so it really wasn't without any kind of business concept in mind, we just started taking those and we started ha having friends send them in to us and we were posting those. And it was just a really fun, familial thing between us, friends and family. And, uh, and so we had just been doing that for quite some time and had received footies from, from all over the world, really. And, and now we're in six continents and just got hit Antarctica someday. But um, so we were taking all of those and and then the pandemic hit uh, back in March 2020, and it gave us a, a lot more time to, to kind of think about things. And, and uh, you know, we all had time on our hands to get into new hobbies and spend time with families and all that. So, um, so Mitch and I just decided we talked about starting something together uh, for a long time. And we finally said, you know what, we have some time right now. And, and it feels like the right time in our, in our bones. And so we should, we should do something. And, and we said we love taking footies, and, and, and we love the idea of that. At the time, uh, Mitch was reading some pretty influential books. I was also reading some influential books, uh, Shoe Dog and Let My People Go Surfing, the story of Nike and Patagonia. And so we had a lot of ideas in terms of what a business should look like and what it does look like. And, and you know, back then when those companies were being started and, and what a modern company today looks like. And so, so Mitch and I, every day, we, we were just sending back and forth this one kind of founding document that we have that, that I often refer to still to this day. But uh, we, we would just send it back and forth edits on this and that and, and just really our ideas of what a modern company looks like. And so we came up with what our employee culture was going to look like someday, how many days a week they're going to work, time off, policies, um, you know, anything from, from our, our work culture to the way that him and I were going to work, um, as well as how we were going to give back. I mean, I think the modern company truly uh, should be uh, not just about making a buck, but about how to utilize that buck to better the world, right? So that's kind of uh, some of those core, core principles to Footy International is, is where the business stems from. And we spent uh, probably around a month with all these ideas of what Footy International is and what it's going to be, but no actual way to, to capitalize on that. No, no product, no service to offer. And so we were like, you know, what, how are we going to make this uh, a thing? And so we said, well, we, we, we take all these things called footies where everyone's got their, their, you know, their foot in the picture with all this great stuff. And we said, well, you know what, why don't we just slap a sock on there and put our logo and everything, and then people can take footies in our socks. And, and so once we had that idea, we just ran with it from there. Yeah. I've got my footies on right now, and uh, I'll throw in a little promo here for you guys. This is by far the most comfortable and best-fitting sock I've ever worn. And I'm a runner, and so for those of you that don't know, like I enjoy running, but I, I will not run in another sock because there's too many holes in them. So I, I literally have to wash. I have two pairs, both of which y'all gifted to me, and I need to buy more because I like severely – I mean, you think I'm joking here, just kind of giving you all a little shout-out, which I am, but it's all in good faith because I really do like just hate when I have to run in some of my old socks because I've got so many holes in them. But good news is I know I can go to footyinternational.com, pick up some new ones. Thank but, you. Uh, thank you. Sure can. Well, yeah, hey. that's awesome to hear, man. <laughs> Uh, quick sidebar, Drew, I mentioned running. I know last time we spoke, you were, are you still training for the Austin Marathon or did it already pass you by? It, it's happening this weekend. And unfortunately, uh, this year's not my year. 
but we'll okay. get them next year, right? <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, because you uh, you encouraged me when I ended up not being able to run the Dallas last year. So later on this year, maybe you come up to Dallas and uh, we'll try it again this year. Hey, that sounds like a deal. But okay, so sorry for my my little uh, tangent there. Back to footy. I know that this idea kind of came up organically with you guys taking pictures on a mountain with your feet. And I remember seeing the pictures because I'd been friends with Mitch for, you know, a good while before that and seeing them on his account. And I was like, man, this is so just like strange to me. I always thought he was just kind of trying to be trendy, um, come up with some new little thing. And it turns out that it turned into a very big thing. It's now a company for you guys. And you've got this whole business model. You've got this worked out from day one before you even have a product. You've got the way you want your employees to work, how many days a week, what you want the culture to be like. How do you guys keep the motivation when you don't, when you aren't able to scale it to what you want it to be yet? You know, like on the daily grind, when you guys are sitting there watching orders come in and doing the social media work, trying to build your content, trying to work with the manufacturers. When you're doing the daily grind stuff, knowing that it's still just you two, how do you keep yourself motivated for the big picture there? Yeah, that, that's a great question. And I'm sure Drew and I have differing answers. Uh, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a big just checklist guy. So I, I have a, a checkbox with stuff that, that always needs to be improving, um, you know, stuff that we can be working on. And, and part of, you know, just what's ingrained in us as engineers is, is that we always want to improve what we have. And, and it's probably just a, a little bit selfish as well in that, you know, we, I only wear footy socks nowadays. I, I know Drew does the same. And so it, we want to make sure that we're wearing the most comfortable sock and durable sock. And so for us, we, we say, well, the more design work we do, the, the more effort we put into this, ultimately the better that, you know, we can feel wearing socks around, but also it, the, the main driver outside of just, you know, comfort is that the, the harder we work, the, the more that we do, the more that we can actually benefit the planet. So we're able to turn around and with the footy initiative, which I'm not sure, Drew, if we've spoken about that yet, but it's a it's the charitable arm of our company. And so 15% of the, the gross profit from every single item goes to the footy initiative, which in turn is donating to different ecological restoration programs, both locally and domestically. So we have uh, right now we have the Barton Creek Habitat Preserve that we're donating to through the, uh, the Nature Conservancy. And then we have One Tree Plant, which is for every dollar that we plant. Uh, we are or every dollar that we donate, we're planting a tree. And so uh, those are the two. And then we're also working to fund scholarships for kids studying abroad to, to study and understand sustainability concepts moving forward. And so at, at least my daily motivation is, is looking at the company and, and saying, well, right now it's just Drew and me and, and, you know, we're throwing socks and bags all day and, and handwriting thank you letters and all the, these different things. But uh, ultimately every single pair of socks that we sell, that's two bottles, two plastic bottles that are pulled out of landfills because we use uh, Unify Reprieve yarn with ours. Uh, and so we're, we're cleaning up the environment, but then beyond that, every time that we sell a pair of socks, we're giving back to the, giving back to the planet. So it, it's cleaner rivers to go fly fishing. It, it's cleaner trails to go, you know, as, as you're hiking along a trail on a 14 or in Colorado. And, and that to me is just one of the, the most profoundly impactful things that we could do as a, as a purpose-based and a purpose-driven company. No, Vinny, yeah, Mitchley hit the, uh, hit the nail on the head there with, uh, you know, the, the more we do, the better we are, the more we can get back. And we want to be uh, at the forefront of being a, a generous, you know, as much as we can do company. And so that really excites us. And, but for me, it's really just passion. I mean, I, I'm, uh, naturally, part of my personality is is a very passionate person as it is, and and this is what I love to do every day. This is what I love, and I love that I have found a a love in this. You know, so growing up, my love was baseball, and that's all I could ever dream about, think about. I just wanted to be a professional baseball player, you know. And, and now I found my adult love and passion that I just want to do every day and be the best I very can be at it. So that's really what what drives me every day, and I just know that. If we keep up with our persistence and and keep hold ourselves to a standard of quality of excellence, and uh, we just drive ourselves every day, we'll we'll end up where where we want to be down the road. Whether whether we know what it looks like today or not, you know, things change all the time. I think from the day one when we started this footy today looks a lot different than than we imagined, but uh, couldn't be happier because uh, I just have a firm belief that this world's a better place when when people are doing what they love, and so uh, I'm really happy right now that that we get to be a part of that. Well, you obviously stand for a lot of great things, both individually and with your company and footy. 
And I'm excited to see where it goes in the future and what you are able to do by giving back. What more, you know, you're able to do aside from what you're already doing. But I want to know a little bit more about the business here. You mentioned kind of things are changing. I know you guys recently took a trip and I want to hear all about basically what the trip was for. I know you went and visited your manufacturer. I think that was the main goal of the trip. If I, you know, understand it right, uh, you guys kind of documented the whole journey on your Instagram and social media pages. And so I want to know what was that trip like for you guys? Um, what are some new things that have recently happened with footy? Tell us about the manufacturer you work with kind of a little recap from, uh, from that week. Yeah. Um, so Vinny, it was really awesome. We've been working, you know, <laughs> uh, approaching two years now on, on our product or on our feature socks and, and trying to get that exactly where we want to be. And we've never had the opportunity with COVID and supply chain issues to go out and meet the people we have been working with. And so it was really special for us to get to go out to North Carolina where our, our partners are, our, our, almost our entire supply chain of partners are, and meet all of them in person and really kind of develop that, that real connection again that, that we've all missed during COVID. But um, yeah, we got to go out there and, and we saw, so our socks are made out of plastic water bottles. We take water bottles out of landfills across the Eastern seaboard of the US and we take those water bottles and we, uh, we, we partner with a, a company that turns them into a, a string and a fiber, a yarn um, that we then take and we get to uh, knit into what are now our, our socks. And so it was an extremely eye-opening experience and just gave us chills throughout the whole time because we're in this, uh, started out in this recycling center and this recycling plant where we're seeing the process of how our plastic bottle is going into being turned into a piece of yarn. And then we go over to our manufacturer, we take that yarn and go over to our manufacturer and just being on the ground floor where all the knitting machines are and seeing true American manufacturing at work was, uh, was very chilling and, and just really made us uh, even that more glad to be, to have founded the principles that we did and being a sustainable company with the water bottles and then also being made in America and seeing that American manufacturing. So yeah, yeah. it was, it was a fantastic trip. And, and especially with, with us, just, you know, we're, we're so proud to be American and, and we're blessed to be, you know, living in this amazing country. And so for us, it, it as a, as a large tenant of our company, just being, get your foot out the door, we were saying, well, yeah, we need to, to get our feet out the door and we need to go see, you know, sort of how the sausage is being made. I, I guess the more apt description would be how the yarn is being made, but getting to see that whole process and, and to shake the hands of the people that are, that are actually, you know, making our dream become a reality and to be able to look them in the eyes and say, thank you for, you know, for what you're doing, not only for the planet, but for what you're doing for us is, is just, you know, that, that's a, a great experience. It's a unique experience that we're very thankful for. And we're, we're extremely excited to get back out there as soon as possible. North Carolina's beautiful country and, and, uh, you know, all the, the hill country and everything over there. We're, we're glad to, to be working with Americans. Where do you even, I mean, you mentioned how two water bottles are saved or taken out of a landfill every time a pair of your socks is made. I'm curious when you're in the early stages of even deciding to start manufacturing socks, because there's probably going to be people that listen to this that are on the verge of wanting to start their own company, whatever that may be. Say they're trying to figure out how to make a product. Well, where do you guys, I mean, it, it probably makes it infinitely harder going not just through a manufacturer that already produces a generic type of product and then going out and saying, we want to do it with the specific type of material, the specific type of yarn that was made in this factory, all of the logistics there. How did y'all figure that out from such an early you know, stage in y'all's company? Like where, I feel like that's something very, I mean, it's hard for me to wrap my head around, um, but you guys with uh, all your engineering minds, very system driven, I'm sure you have a lot easier time grasping it, but maybe explain it at the 30,000 foot level, how you can kind of get your foot in the door at these places and these manufacturers. Yeah, I, I think it boils down to, at least for us, it, it was a lot of rejection up front. So it, it was, you know, coming up with, with, okay, what, what do we want to do? What do we want to accomplish? And then being able to turn that around and, and say, okay, now, you know, what, what are, what are the best means through which we can actually accomplish that? So, uh, you know, we, we set our goals early on, as Drew mentioned, we want to be American made, we want to be sustainable. Uh, and once we had that, we just started, you know, doing as many Google searches and emails and everything as, as we can for reaching out. And it's, um, you know, for being able to, to figure all that out, and I apologize if I'm, you know, going off key here, but, you know, with 
uh, with us designing the socks. So, so like you said, we don't want to just create a generic product because it, it's easy to go in and, and, you know, buy wholesale shirts. If you want them from you know China or India or Pakistan, you know, wh wherever you want, you can do that pretty easily. You can bring it to the States, you can stamp a logo on it and that's it. But for us wanting to design a premium, you know, extremely high quality product and being engineers, we, we turned around and said, okay, this is, we're going to engineer every single aspect. So it, it was a lot of, uh, you know, sampling and, and getting a sample back and saying, okay, we, we like this feature. We actually don't like this feature now. And then we, we would take it back and then, uh, you know, just consistently editing and upgrading and, and you know, updating our, our technology so that we could have the, the best quality product. And part of that is finding a manufacturer that's willing to go through that with you. And, and we found that. Yeah, and that's exactly it, Benny. Really, it's it, the development process for us. And because not only we had so many goals that we wanted to accomplish, I mean, like I said, being sustainable and made in America are two tough ones right there, being a charitable uh, company right there. So you got to bake that into considerations. And then not only that, not just getting a sock that fits those criteria, we wanted to improve on the socks we were already wearing. So then we picked out all the kinds of features that we didn't like in socks that we had in our own sock drawers and specifically designed our sock to not be that and to be our sock today. So specifically designed the, the compression band around your sole and the mesh on tops for, uh, to give you a little more breathability and specifically designed the tabs on the front and back of the sock to, to give you a little more padding and the ankle length and everything. So, so really, yeah, diving into a lot of the, the design work and the development work because we knew that we wanted at the end of it to have a product that we'd be extremely proud of to go in and, and for somebody to have like yourself wearing them. And, and so we didn't want to mess that part up. And we did. And so we took our time. Uh, I mean, of course we moved as fast as we could, but, but we made sure to do it right. Yeah. And I think it's go ahead, Mitch. Sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, and sort of last thing on that, I think for any of your listeners that are wanting to start their own business, ju just start with having a purpose, you, you know, kind of the, the whole Simon Sinek start with why it's, you, you want a purpose behind it. Cause there are, are millions of ways to, to make money and make a living in the, uh, you know, in the United States, but all around the world. And, and so one of the biggest things that is actually going to make your life enjoyable and to make your work enjoyable is having a purpose that you truly believe in. So, you know, we're, we're big believers in that. And I think that's probably a, a necessary component for any truly successful business and, and truly happy person. And, and also just one day at a time, you know, taking everything one day at a time. And you got to remember that get something done today and that'll turn into something tomorrow and get something done tomorrow and it'll turn into the next thing. And it's just a, an evolution of things and it doesn't happen overnight, overnight, but, uh, you know, if you just, uh, one day at a time and, and have that, uh, that kind of mindset, you'll, you'll get where you want to go. I think that's really impressive the way that y'all have structured everything and the way that, like I said, honestly, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it, but it makes a lot of sense when I hear you guys explain it, but it's so impressive the way that you were able to go from, your regular day jobs, even though they were as engineers, to designing a sock and like making it what you want it to be made out of and doing the whole process of that. Just so, so cool to me. And Drew, like you said, I relate to that quite a lot about how taking it one day at a time, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, I'm nowhere near along my journey with the podcast as you guys are with the company as y'all been doing it for a lot longer time now. But here starting out for me, I've had to kind of bring myself back down to earth and, you know, I'm not going to have a million listeners when I release the podcast. That's just not feasible. But for those of you that do listen to it, I'm hoping to provide you some great value, some good content from these wonderful guests that I'm getting to experience this uh, interview with. And through that, I think it'll grow in one day at a time, one season at a time, whatever it may be. Uh, that following will grow, and I'll have you guys back on in a few years, hopefully, and we'll be able to talk about where we've both gone and what, what all has been new in the past uh, couple of years. But on, uh, so, in so that right. Well, I'll just piggyback off that real quick. Uh, like you mentioned how we did a take of the podcast and then we learned some things and now, and now we're, we get to do it again and, and bigger and better. And Mitch and I, had, we had the same journey is that we, we, we created these socks in the, at the very beginning that we thought were, were perfect and, and we thought they were going to be great. And turns out they weren't at all. And, and so we had to kind of almost start from scratch again with, with new, uh, new partners and everything. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a learning process uh, like anything else, I guess, right? No, it really is. And I'm glad that I've been able to kind of learn with y'all. I, I bounce a lot of ideas off you guys. And I feel like y'all can, you know, I can be a sounding board for you guys as well. Um, but we're kind of 
like I said, y'all are a bit further along the process than I am, but we're both shooting for a goal there, trying to build a following, trying to build a brand. And uh, it's cool that we have a little relationship there where we can hopefully do it together in a lot of ways. Um, but I, I want to ask you guys, I mentioned this last time we spoke, and I want to know how it's changed now with some of you. Um, Drew, forgive me if I'm misspeaking here, misspeaking here, but are you full-time with footy now? Full-time footy, that's right. Full-time footy. So let's let's walk through a day in the life and kind of how things might have changed since your recent, you know, leap into going full-time into footy. Um, yeah, of course. So I, uh, after A&M, graduated from A&M and had a job in the oil and gas industry here in Austin, Texas, and was very blessed to have that and, and really did enjoy um, the, the people I worked with and, and look back fondly on that those times as well. But just increasingly, the more that we dove into footy and the more that we were developing socks, and that's where, you know, I wanted to spend my time and was spending my, my time in the evenings. And so um, it just uh, a passion or a drive in me just always wanted to get to a place where I'd be able to, to jump into footy full time. And and so finally, at the uh, at the turn of the year, uh, January 2022, December 21, um, I decided that I reached peace with the decision and, and decided that it was time for for us to, to, or for me, uh, to jump into footy full time. And so, uh, put in my two weeks and, and here I am today. And so, um, yeah, I'd say it's been, been a great decision and, and I'm very happy to, to be, uh, to be doing this every day for sure. And, you know, some of the things that I thought I always needed in the corporate world was, um, you know, a, a little more of this or a little more of that, a little more, um, you know, whether it's being valued by the company I was working for or, uh, a, a promotion or a raise, you know, the, the further along I was getting into that career as I was approaching um, some milestones, you know, that, that's just really had me thinking. And as they did or did not come, and in the end, a lot of them uh, did not come at the timing that that uh, that would have made sense. And so that just really kind of uh, drove me to to make this decision. And, and, and it ha it's all happened at the right time as we're kind of, um, I think, turning the corner in the right direction as a company as well. Well, so when you say turning the corner in the right direction as a company, what does that mean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on that a little bit and dig a little deeper there. Is that, does that mean sales are increasing? Does that mean you've got some new products hopefully coming out soon? Does that mean you are doing something uh, creative-wise? What, 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 you know, what does that mean? Yeah, a little of all of it, Vinny. So we got in our, our feature socks that you'll find on our website now in uh, December 12th of 2021, which was a fun rush because we needed to have – all of our pre-orders out the door by December fifteenth uh, or seventeenth in order for them to make it to Christmas. So we got to get our pre-orders out the door, hit the Christmas rush, and then month over month since then we we've been experiencing growth. So that's been a fun piece of it. Um, we do have we're going to be expanding our product line into new styles, but also just uh, expanding our colorways and our current socks. So that's an exciting piece for us, and that'll be the first step for us, and then. Uh, we have a lot of different design ideas that we're currently working through with our manufacturers for uh, new types of socks. And then the uh, last big product on the near horizon is this April um, or this springtime, um, we'll be releasing shirts. And so we got a kind of unisex athletic uh, shirt coming out as well as a woman specific tee, which is uh, kind of a real cool uh, technical athletic wear. So so yeah, a lot of exciting things on the horizon and uh, definitely enough work to go around each day, I think. Yeah, and that's, uh, along with that, we're, we're just always looking to develop stuff and always looking for ways to improve. And, and while we do wholeheartedly believe and know that we have one of the, the top quality socks that are available today, uh, there's always room for improvement, right? And so we're constantly looking for that and we're drawing up new designs and interacting with our manufacturer and saying, well, well what about this? What about that? And and finding new ways to incorporate, you know, success and or, or you know comfort and durability and everything to actually drive success from a from a customer standpoint. Because for us, we're not truly comfortable until our customers have the best product, and we're going to continually strive for that. So we're going to make sure that they have the best product, and and uh, you know we're we're working on new designs. I've got a drawn book here that you know I'm not a great artist, but it has a whole lot of squiggles and stuff that looks kind of like socks in it that that we're working on. So. <laughs> It's a uh, it, very exciting horizons. Well, it sounds like you'll have a lot of big things planned and happening already. I'm mm -hmm. excited to see the, or hear about the growth and the sales and, you know, 
all that happening. And then also the shirts, that's a big deal. Um, you're branching out, obviously. So that's really cool. And I can't wait to see what they look like. I'm sure you all be inside. We've had some customers that have reached out and, and just let us know, uh, you know, on some old styles of socks that we tried out and did a little bit of AB testing with that. You know, we heard that, that they were experiencing slippage. So, so as they were walking, their shoes were dragging their socks down. And that's something you never want as a sock company. So we, we took that feedback in and, and we, you know, raised up the heel a bit and, and created the, the charcoal Switzerland's which you have now. And, and we're going to stick with that style, but we do continue reaching out. And so I think that there's, um, a, a, you know, j just a little bit of humility that has to go with it because you're sort of asking someone to, to prove you wrong or to tell you what they don't like about your product. And it's easy. I think when you, when you're, you're surrounded as Drew and I are to, to be surrounded by loved ones that, you know, they want to support you, right? So they want to, to tell you that, oh, hey, this is a great feature. I really like this, but where it becomes crucial is what do you not like? And so that's something that we've both had to do some digging on and, and, and you know, looking at ourselves in the mirror and being able to, to say, okay, this is, this is a feature that 80% of our customers don't like. So we're going to take that out. We have made those improvements. And, and so we just, you know, continually look for feedback and we encourage feedback. So for anyone that, that's listening that ends up buying a pair of socks, one, we're eternally grateful and, and happy to have you in the footy international family. But uh, beyond that, feel free to give us any feedback to, so that we can work to eventually craft your perfect sock because we want to make sure that, that we have a sock that fits everyone perfectly and, and that is you know, their ideal sock so that eventually their sock drawer is just full of footy international socks the same way that ours are. But Vinny, another thing is uh, something I heard recently was that companies who are obsessed with their customers create obsessed customers or wait, I'm sorry. Did, did oh, I'm yeah. Not... No, that was good. Yeah. 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 Companies that are obsessed with their customers, create obsessed <laughs> customers. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But, like uh, and, <laughs> and that's, that's, that's how we truly feel is that um, I, I personally like just personally have a, a very much a fear every day when I wake up that uh, we're, we're one stroke away from this whole thing vanishing. And so um, whether that be somebody gets a package in the mail and there's, there's, you know, uh, that they didn't get their packing slip or the, the sock isn't perfect or no matter how big or small, there's just this innate fear that one little thing and a customer could not be a return customer for life. And so that just every day is what's driving, driving us to, to promote feedback and try and take in that feedback to, to always be, uh, uh, be the best we can for our customers who, who we care about so much. And, and that's why we, coin them the footy family. And so, so you'll see all of our, our kind of footy family little inserts that you get in the package, which is fun for us to give out. Yeah. And I will give y'all some props here on y'all's website. So if the footy family goes to www.footyinternational.com, you will see a, and I guess from my perspective, having built websites in the past, y'all have a very good, what's called funnel. For your product line and so y'all are doing a great job as far as the marketing on your website goes from you open the web page and you immediately understand that like you get drawn in by the brand and then from there every little piece that the website leads you to click on or to look at next ends up leading you right to all the information that i want to know next so i'm like wow like what exactly do they mean by that and then the next thing that i'm just kind of like drawn to look at or to view next is going to answer the question that I just had in my head. And eventually you end up at the product side. And by that point, you know, I know what footy is. I know about the footy initiative. I know all about the sustainability efforts. I know what it's made out of. I mean, why the hell wouldn't I buy a pair, you know? Yeah. So kudos to you guys for, I don't know who planned that, that out and all that, but you'll do a great job of that. And well, I want to kind of trip. Vinny, Vinny there, there's not a whole lot of planning. I'll tell you that huge props and kudos to Mitch. He's, <laughs> he's like it. He's like a coding wizard. He's was able to put this all, all this stuff together, but I, I'm over there like Googling like what the heck CSS code is and trying to do this and that and everything, you know? So, so yeah, we appreciate that. No, absolutely. Mitch, good job on the, uh, on the coding there. You did a great job. Thank you. Um, so how does that translate to the social media? Uh, you guys post, it seems like once or twice a day, you've always got content coming out and it's pictures from all of your, um, footy family that send in footies of themselves, pictures from y'all's trips, it's giveaways, it's this and that, and all, all sorts of content that you guys put out. Um, where do you come up with it? What's your social media strategy? Do you prep it in advance? Um, 
do people just send it and you like immediately repost it? How does that work for you guys? And what, what are kind of the milestones you're hoping to reach with the social media following? Yeah, so th this is where I can turn the, the props and kudos around to Drew that you know, he, he's sort of at the helm of all of our social media efforts and you know, we'll bounce ideas back and forth of, of um, you, you know, like, well, okay, what should we post and, and should we post this as a story or, or you know, a, um, just a regular post and, and Drew's really keyed in on all of that, which is nice because, you know, I haven't had a personal social media really in you know, four years, three years, something like that. And so, uh, you know, and I, I know Drew's not too active on his personal socials, but, but, you know, he understands all of that. And so it's nice that we get footies in and, you know, sometimes I've had footies come from, you know, my actual family, my, my blood related family that uh, are just awful. You, you know, it, it's a blurry picture of their feet standing on the ground. And we say, well, that, that's not really something that, uh, you know, we, we appreciate the picture and it usually is a, you know, accompanying a text that, that says, Hey, we love our socks, but, um, the, the vast majority that we end up posting and, you know, the, the Drew goes in and, and is able to uh, sort of do some touch-ups. It, it just comes from, you know, random people, random friends and people that have bought socks that are traveling anywhere around the world and, and say, Hey, this is, uh, this is a really cool view. And for us, it, it's always really, uh, I, I guess, empowering is maybe the best word because it means if someone's taking a footy, they're actually doing what we want them to do, that they're actually taking part of our mission and they're, they're putting the foot there with the view. And, and so to us, that means that they're sitting down, sometimes standing up, but looking at, at you know, whatever view is in front of them and they're actually taking it in, albeit they may be balancing on one foot, but you know, it, it's, it's really cool for us to get to see those and to get to turn around and share them. So Vinny, that's, that's part of my favorite uh, piece of our, uh, of, of our brand is that we tried to make it a full circle experience for the customer and eventually the footy family member is that, you know, they, they have a trip or an experience or, or just daily life that they're, that, that they need to, to shop for. Right. And so then they, they happen upon us and find the socks that they want with us. And so after they get their socks in, then they get to go take their trip. And while they're on their trip, they get to take a footy and shoot their footy back into us. And we get to post their journey and their story and their travel experience. And so rather than just coming to us to buy the product and kind of uh, shake hands and end of the road with your ties with that company, you got your product and you're moving on. You get to then go take a, go, go take a footy with your footy product and shoot that back our way, which we, then we get to share and feature. And so it, it's kind of a full circle um, experience there that, that we really love and and our footy families made it easy for us, sending us uh, cool, you know, fun photos and and stories that we get to then share. I feel like that is going to be that is going to serve y'all so well in the future. Whenever, and I say when, not if, but whenever y'all do increase that following dramatically, and you've got a ton of customers and a ton of people in the footy family, that little, I guess, uh, piece of y'all's puzzle that y'all have where it connects the dots, it connects full circle, like you said, the whole experience, people taking those pictures, that is gonna be a dramatic difference maker for you guys. And I can't wait till I go on my timeline and I see nothing but footage being posted because <laughs> it'll be it'll be so somewhat of a movement at some point. I, I'm very yeah. confident in that. Yeah. Are you guys, so pardon me for kind of changing gears here a little bit, but back to the business, are you guys offered in any stores? Are you wanting to be offered in any stores? Is there ever a physical storefront in the future for you guys? What What are kind of some goals there? Yeah, it, it's from the the store front side that it's definitely a huge goal of ours to eventually, you know, get into the the REIs and the whole Earths and, and stuff like that of the world because those are places that we've gone to. But also just being sold where, you know, other socks are sold because. For us, that, that's the real test and that's the real competition is, is when we find out that we're having success in a retail space that customers are actively choosing our socks over our competitors' socks. That's going to be just a, uh, a very exciting time for us. We, we do have some stuff in the works that we can't share yet, but uh, we will update you with as, as soon as possible. Um, but lo looking into a couple different wholesale channels and then reaching out to some local vendors that, that's initially going to start that and uh, you know, we have the, the same commitment to the footy initiative that every, every time, even when we go wholesale and there's wholesale pricing, 15% of that profit is going to be turned around and going to, you know, going to ecological restoration initiatives. So, you know, we're, we're making sure that we're, uh, we're staying on top of that. And to, to answer the, uh, 
you know, storefront for us uh, being available in the future. That, that's definitely something that Drew and I have talked about and that is a, a large goal of ours. We're not sure when that timeline would look like, but hopefully within the next, uh, you know, I'd say year and a half to two years would be when we could be opening something like that. And we, uh, Drew and I, it, you know, it's it's almost like, a, you know, work partner dates that were uh, or business partner dates that we'll go walk around South Congress and all these different storefronts around here in Austin. And we'll look and, and say, oh, we, we really like this feature or, you know, the way they have this wall arranged. We like that they, you know, this place serves beer, which, uh, you know, maybe Drew and I should should drink less beer, but <laughs> it, it, we, we always take that into account. And so we are planning on having that in the future. Yeah, I definitely have a, a, a clear vision and image someday uh, of our flagship storefront that, that we'll have. And and so that is just, you know, really exciting and go, kind of going back to some of the questions you've asked many of, of what gets you up every day, why, how do you continue it, and, uh, you know, and it's things like that is it's every next step piece of the puzzle that, that keeps you going and, you know, having milestones. Every, yeah, every milestone. And so, um, you know, we, we've had milestones since day one. First milestone was to uh, partner with a manufacturer that could get us a sock sample and then uh, and then get actual an actual sock that we liked and then actually purchase a huge order and then actually sell a sock to somebody we don't know. And, you know, so the milestones, there's always a, a new fun milestone to try and achieve. And, and so, yeah, uh, that kind of ties into all that right there. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely love it. Talking to you guys inspires me. And so I hope that it does the same for our listeners because if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. The whole goal here is to share the stories of my guests to inspire other people to live a story worthy life of their own. And I know you've all heard me say it before, but that really is the goal here. And you guys have an incredible story to tell and it's just beginning. So I can't wait to see where it takes y'all. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to close here with one more question and it's just more so geared for you guys personally. And I asked this to a couple different people throughout, you know, the season one here, but I end with this and it's just, what's the big picture? Whether that be, and you've spoken on it very much so for the company, you know, with your all your sustainability efforts, what you hope the company to be. But personally, what are your goals? You know, what, what do you see yourself doing with the company in 10, 15, 20 years? What do you see yourself doing? Uh, if any of the listeners, if you want to buy some sustainable clothes or if you want to keep up with Mitch and Drew, head on over to their website, footyintl.com. Or you can visit them on Instagram and Twitter at FootyIntl. As always, don't forget to give us a follow on all platforms at up to the mic underscore pod. Until next time. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you, Benny. You're the man. Thanks for having us. You're doing great work yourself. So uh, really big thanks for you, too. Yeah. Looking Let's go. Thank you, Benny. Yeah. I'm like an addict. Do I got to have it? I ain't even playing. Got a really bad habit.